I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Your personal brand and what you stand for are two questions that come up for anyone who's looking to start a new business. So in this episode, Thriving Matters is talking once again to Scarlett Vespa, transformational coach and brand expert, and we hope she will share her insights and expertise with us about all things called personal brand. And I know this is on the tip of everybody's tongue, really, about I'm starting a new business or I'm leading a team with a new project. I'm in an organization who's changed their emphasis. And I, they've asked me about the branding. So how can we actually start this? How can we understand it? And of course, I've brought in the best to talk to you about it. So welcome, Scarlett. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Yes, big subject and very important subject now. It's a huge it's matter, a huge matter. It, Scarlett? And it is, you know, when we talk about personal branding and in light of the fact that 50% of jobs will be gone in the next 15 years that they say permanent jobs. And so that really brings to light about who we are inside that space, setting a new career or, you know, starting a new business and going to another business, whatever that means. And and being a contractor Mm. perhaps is how do we get ourselves out there? So very important question. That question is on the tip of everyone's tongue really, because we are watching and we are part of a new revolution, the fourth revolution, just like the industrial revolution of moving from, you know, people to machinery. We're now moving from, not from, but into using artificial intelligence a lot in our future. So we need to be up and with it, being part of the conversation and being able to influence that. And branding has become a very large part of our new business and how we're going to be doing work in the future. And I love the, I mean, I love branding because I do see it from a deeper point of view, branding being our values and who we are. And I think stepping into the space of having to show up every day, uh, which we have to do as entrepreneurs. And in when you're working for a business, you can hide a bit because you don't have certain stresses that entrepreneurs have because you can't almost have a bad day. It's you have to just be there for that. And it's really, you have to be your best. And I think that's the key thing about personal branding is how do you be your best? And one mm. of the things I do and I take people through on the journey, I do a lot of talks on this in groups and I talk about average versus best and what that looks like. For example, if you're having that kind of mindset of an average day, there's a whole sense of not fully engaged, you're less energized, you perhaps procrastinate, you don't want change, and it's a survival type of energy around it. You get triggered easily, feel unsafe. And then when you go into that best place, it's like you're engaged, you've got lots of energy, you're action orientated, feel more creative and you're thriving the day, uh, confident about yourself, feel safe and secure. So I think once we identify 
what showing up and being your best means and what a great impact it has, that's really powerful. To me, what you've just described is an emotional relationship between you and the promise that you're making as the entrepreneur or the business owner about your brand and then what your customers will receive, right? So it's the brand exactly, is a promise yeah. to the customer and that is just gold. You know, you're delivering, you're happy, your customers are happy, you are satisfied, you've got the buzz, you've got the energy from that whole interaction, that connection of confidence that you have around your product or your service. And I think that is pretty much a great way to be, really. It's the connection. It is. And, and, the, it, yeah. and I think what's important is that we have to look at what the outcome of that is in terms of being your best self really has a look at your adaptability as well. Because when you're in a proactive state, not that reactive state, mm. you're in a more empowered position and you get to then go into a somewhere where you can be more adaptable and you also mm. allow more collaboration, you're more mindful of opportunities, you know, stepping out of that comfort really allows you to reframe your skills in certain ways. So I think that's so important is when you're feeling powerful and your best self, you're open to the change that is better for you on um, different levels. And being more powerful means that you're not looking only at one way of doing the work or interacting or connecting with people. You're looking at the options for it. So that's that's got to be a plus. So when you're trying to crunch your brand and do the thinking around that, I'd be really interested in some of the steps that you now know needed for anyone who's looking at their personal brand and trying to crunch that because you can actually be in a vortex. You can keep swimming around in this and not be able to decide. <laughs> and I'm sure our listeners are looking for some tips on that um, from your, your vast experience. Well, thank you, Kerry. Yes, I think the most important thing is to look at your personal brand as really being your best self and then how to do that. We all have our own ways to do it. You know, I have my own self-care and ability to be more conscious. I mean, that's my personal brand is about living a conscious life and what that means for me is being very present because when we're more present where we are we actually have a lot more things available to us in that moment which is information attention around it and also accessing the vortex of the universe which I'm a great believer in but in terms of coming back to tips on having a great personal brand assessing whether you are being in a proactive or reactive space and just identifying the difference because I think a lot of people when they're at work and I'm now speaking to people who are perhaps working in big organizations that they feel how do I be unique inside a space that doesn't make you feel unique mm. perhaps because mm. you're part of that bigger picture and we can all have that place which is ours and I think really recognizing you are still empowered, you're still in control and you're there for a reason and you've aligned with that organisation because of their values, I think mm. is really important. And then rather than going that victim thing of, oh, look what's being done to me at work, why is this doing it? I think you really have to see that the obstacles and things that come up are there for us to work with and understand ourselves better. And if it means that you want to leave or if it means that you want to change departments or start your own thing, fine, but it's actually maintaining that control of it. So I think it's really important is identifying your attitude towards things and 
Uh-huh. Then, of course, if you're noticing you're more reactive, then take steps that you can do to help that. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of a brand, it all is about our values and beliefs. And that then steps into what's the filter that we listen to that uh-huh. through. And if we have a belief that, you know, I'm always picked on or things always happen, then that really determines how you're going to play out and how you're also seen. So the interesting mm. thing is about personal brand is that it is about how people see you for sure. And the difference is though, it's what you believe about yourself always shines out in any case. So I think it is being mindful of that. And then how do you portray that out there and not trying. And of course the key is authenticity, but sometimes Mm. people don't even know how to be authentic in that space. So I think that's that's a great tip. Carrie, have you seen that work out for you or played out with different people? It's interesting when people speak to you or or comment on how they see your brand. And I've had a number of people recently, I'll just use myself as an example, who say to me, oh, your message is is pretty consistent and this is really who your customer base is. This is who your ideal Mm. customer is. And I'm thinking, okay, it's good to seek out feedback that helps you just tune up your awareness for what you're looking at so you can still maintain that consistency. But then also recognize, here's a part, I'm going to be more consistent in going on this part of the journey for the next bit, because we are all evolving. So, you know, our brand has an underlying core set of values. You can then look at how you can influence other things as well. So you won't remain the same, but your core values underneath it all fuel where you're going, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. They will drive it. And it's so interesting Mm. for me because I work with a lot of coaches and my observation of myself and for others is that it is so much more about evolution now. It's mm. not about this part of us that we see, okay, I want to be like that and I see that yes. there and then it's fixed. It is actually about how do I evolve me in a consistent way? And I think mm. just having the understanding of that's really important because you know, as we're changing in this world with jobs and everything happening is is having a, a strong personal brand means that you actually can see the confidence in who you are. It doesn't mean that you're big noting yourself, it's just that you feel good about who you are. Mm. And then actually shaping those skills into working for you. Because I know having done sessions with people who are over 50 and they're worried about, you know, how do they present themselves when getting jobs? And and before you'd hide kind of your experience, but now it's really <laughs> about going, look at everything that I've done because that is the showcase now is that your ability to do a whole lot of things, what you've done, and it, that's a bonus now, which is really great to see. Oh, the notion of a showcase is fantastic, particularly for people who are looking to put together all that they've done and then do something that's really been a dream for them yeah. and that's socially acceptable but is also compatible people are really looking at brands that speak to them of their values as well so where that link is so i love that word showcase it's not flashy for me it means that you have got a whole palette of goodies that you've put together experience versus skills plus insight and you now know where you want to go you want to make that dream happen it's interesting i mean from a point of view of and I used to talk a lot about as a personal brand, it's really important to watch your social media, watch your messaging out there because that's where employers go. 
when they're checking out about who you are, number one. I'm so glad there's no social media when I was young. Thank goodness. So, I mean, that's one thing to really <laughs> check is that, that, you've, that you've got that cleaned up. But it is important that message is out there and that you understand power of that in if you're working for an organisation. I do a lot of work, so I have done with EAs and, and I always say a lot of them love to do the event stuff and organising that. And I'm like, well, use your social media to showcase your skill in that area and then start to look how you can build that personality or that skill set inside your job. So I think from a personal brand and that side is you can start branding yourself as being great at this and then mm. try and get some work around that and change the role that you have at your work if that is so. Like one thing I think which I've mentioned before is I have had a client who was a PA and she knew that it wouldn't last, things are changing but she had a great relationship with the rest of the office. So she actually went to her employer and said, you know what, I want to be head of community engagement and culture because everyone knows me. Um, I think I'd be great for the job. And I know that with all the AI that's coming out, that my job will be redundant. And he, mm. she got the job. And I love that. That's a, it's a great example of start to look at the skill set that you do naturally and don't put a value to it. That might be a value inside a workplace or a business. Yeah, yeah. And, that and I think just... that is having the mindfulness and the consciousness about what you're doing and also being mm. clear about where you're going, you know. Mm. So that's confidence in you, in yourself. It's also confidence mm. in, in the brand that you stand for. Yeah, that's, that's so it. good. Now, I'm sure there are things that people don't know and they need to watch out for. So I'm wondering, I was going to tap into what it is that you think may be the biggest blockers for people when they're starting off their personal branding. It's interesting. I mean, it's hard because everyone has their individual blocks, mm. which I um, always see and talk through. I think the biggest block is the self-confidence, actually, and it is about that I'm worthy of stepping into something greater and being seen. Visibility is a huge thing for people, and mm. we have this, I think there's parts of us that go, oh, no, I can't be seen, or it's not about me, or I want to be, you know, that kind of the underdog part. And I think that's the biggest part to be aware of is is how do I feel about myself and the self-love is a huge block for people stepping into their brand. And I think the other thing is also not seeing any obstacles that show up as part of your learning and your skill set mm. build. And so when we have a brand, our own personal brand of that journey, that evolution, and we see something coming at us and we go, oh, no, and then we go into that reactive again space is to start seeing the power in the challenges because life is absolutely about challenges and it's how yeah. we respond to those. And that also shows then in your workspace, rather than being a victim to things that are happening, that you're actually going, okay, um, I'm going to deal with it like this. I mean, one of the things that I used to do at the bank, which I was known for, is when I'd have any problem, I'd always come with a solution. And yes. absolutely, because that was my job. And, and I think that's part of your personal brand is to be that person that it takes ownership and responsibility mm -hmm. and really shows that um, other side and what's the opportunity of situations, I think. Well, I just listening to what you just said then, I think if we nutted this right down, we're talking about obstacles and challenges or part of learning the, the, you know, the imposter syndrome. This word fear, the word fear to me 
is one of the, the triggers for us all around this. And fear, we all know, all mm. the research is telling us that negative emotions, when we're in those, they last longer, they're powerful, they tend to be more insidious than positive. So we work twice as hard for moving ourselves from the negative into a balanced or a more optimistic way of thinking. So fear can really take over and help um, enforce that lack of confidence in ourself, especially you know someone like myself who's come out of a large organisation after 20, 22 years. You know, people would say to you, well, that's a pretty big gamble what you're going to be doing, you know, your future. So mm. the fear can actually be there as a block. It also, if you recognise it, it can also be the gift. And if you've got the skills to turn that gift around, your fear can be used for solutions, finding just exactly what you said about what you were well mm. known for. Yeah, mm. solution finding. So I think originally talked about brand, you know, I said to you, I thought brand, I was interested in your definition. A definition of a brand would be the emotional relationship between you and your customers and the promise that you've made through your brand to your customers. So I think it fits quite nicely together. Look, it does. And I mean, branding from a business point of view is definitely about the emotional connection. And it is, for example, when you're buying a kitchen, you don't buy a kitchen, you're buying a happy family, a happy marriage. So a brand is a very much an emotional connection. And from a personal point of view, yes, it's about what people say about you out of the room. And mm. I think, you know, today with a personal brand, the most important thing is trust. And to me, that's the new commodity is trust. If you trust yes. someone, that is a great brand. And it's so much more important today than it's ever been before because there's so much lack of it as well out there. And I mm -hmm. think with so much overwhelm and people talking about stuff and a lot of fear, as you say, that's turning out is people are scared and in survival mode. And I think we really have to come back to that, you know, a humanness of that trusting and that relationship and that connection. And also I just want to talk about the fear of missing out, the FOMO thing. It's a really interesting <laughs> thing that there's so much is going on and we think, oh, should I be doing something else? What's happening? I mean, I, as you know, I work with mm. people's social media and their marketing and, and you can't be like that because you go into a state of panic. And from an energy point of view, that is actually yeah. what lands as your brand. So what you have to do is think about drawing into yourself. It's like a, I'm a magnet almost. It's like if you have the energy mm. that is about your values and your confidence, your trust, things start to draw to you. So it doesn't matter whether there's billions of things happening around you. If you have that magnet mentality and energy and understand how great and beautiful you are and your uniqueness in that sense, then things will transform for you. Well, I really like that analogy of, of a magnet because it's magnetism, isn't it? What, who draws, what gets drawn to you? And uh, I think the three tips that you've given us today, Scarlett, around knowing your values and your beliefs, identifying with your attitude and knowing that you will be evolving, in, particularly in your confidence, I think they are great messages to give anyone who's looking at their personal brand. Uh, so that they can believe in their own visibility. I think that's part of what we're talking about here in brand is, aren't we? So Carrie, in terms of leadership, because that's your expertise, you know, you develop leaders, you help them really recognize their value and confidence to do that. What do you think is important, just having listened to that and what I'm talking about in a, in a personal brand, 
what things come to mind for leaders? It's funny, I just started to smile as you were talking about leadership there and mm-hmm. coming I to could mind, hear that so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big, yeah grin on, big grin on your face because to me mm. leadership is about leading others to be greater than you. So what a privileged position that is. So the brand here is really, for me, the personal brand of leadership is do what you love in the service of others who love what you do. I love that. Isn't that fantastic? And I have been thinking about this all week. I'll say it again. Do what you love in the service of others who love what you do. And I think that's mm. the, the confidence you have in your own brand that's full of personal integrity, that's full of compassion for somebody and also full of a relational aspect of caring for others. So when you care for someone, it's it's like a lay down the there when you know you're playing five hundred. They pick up that they are cared for, valued, and they will then go above and beyond what it is that they're doing. That legacy of creating somebody or helping to somebody else to create their leadership that's even greater than what you ever did in your life. I think it's it's like that pay forward attitude. I mean, that's the gold um, for me. So thanks for asking me the question. No, no it's, I mean, it's, such, it's such a great thing. I mean, under leadership, I was just on um, a blog the other day. I was writing a comment. Someone was talking. I can't remember what the, the subject was. Mm. But what it made me think about was in leadership too from a personal brand sometimes when you don't know what's going on I think this is where being your personal brand steps in is when you have a leader who goes oh my goodness I don't know the answer I don't want to be seen to be like I don't know a really strong brand when someone trusts you is to go hey I don't know the answer you know what's your experience what's your choice in this but you both you all have the same vision and values and I think when you have the same vision and value system together then you you actually as a leader are allowed to be in that vulnerable space that sharing space and it doesn't mean that you're less does that make sense yes yes it doesn't mean you're weak so if you're you know, what I find in leadership coaching, any of the work mm-hmm. I do around leadership, it's about hope as a state that you get into so you can stimulate gratitude, you can stimulate compassion, you can stimulate good relationship and the care for each other as you are going through the challenges of of leadership because anyone in a leadership role, massive challenges, and they are all to do with people, aren't they? It's easy to tick off and find a target or do a project. It's the people. People are my business. People are your business. We all are related to people. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. whole issue, and I was listening to Richard Boites just on a podcast this week, and I loved it. He talked about this notion of love, and it's not the lovey-dovey love that we think about. It's the actual care for others. When we have this care, we can share we share ourselves we share our thinking we're not in competition with each other but we're actually saying you've got this you've got it think about this what's your next challenge look for the options you're opening up the possibility of being more creative of being more audacious in type of risks perhaps you take or the decisions that you take because you're considering somebody else you're considering what this will take and what this will have what effect it will have on others so you make the right decisions you know, and leadership is yeah, about and decision I think, making. Hmm. 
decision mate and I think it's important too that I mean I'm always talking from a personal brand point of view but when you're in a situation and someone's coming from a place of reaction or defending themselves then it's already changed the energy of love <laughs> into fear and so yeah. that's the thing to be mindful is that when someone's acting from that and it's hard to be compassionate because if they're reactive and they've said something that you know doesn't yeah. feel great you have to stay in your power at that point and be mindful and conscious about that response yeah and i love all the leadership part and Scarlett, many thanks for your time again today. Very thought-provoking on what personal brand is and how that links to leadership. So listeners, just sit back and if you need to dip into the podcast again, we'd love you to. And that's what I find I'm doing now. Go back over something I've heard, what I've listened to, and I take that on board. So thanks for being on the show today, Scarlett. I know you've launched your Conscious Business Builder program just recently, so I hope that is going as well as possible. If you yes, listeners, if you'd you. like to find out more about Scarlett and what she does, pop on to scarlettvesper.com. And if you'd like to find out more about Carrie Benedict and all her Thriving Matters, pop on to thrivingmatters.com. As always, we would love a thumbs up if you've enjoyed this podcast and if you've got any questions, you know where to find us. So all this is because Thriving Matters. See you next time.